0: Welcome to So Talk to Me. What's up?
1: Not too much. Made it to episode forty two.
0: It's forty two.
1: Forty two. We made it. So yeah. here we are. Yeah.
0: What uh, is what is the the answer to life?
1: Oh yeah, life, the universe and everything. It's forty two. This episode right here. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. The answer to life, the universe, and everything. <laughs> Episode 42 of So Talk to Me.
0: That's a reference to um The Hitchhiker's Guide, Guide to the to Galaxy. The galaxy yeah.
1: Yes. We referenced that last mm-hmm. week, actually, talking about all the galaxy movies. We've
0: come full circle. Yeah,
1: crazy. From 41, now 42. <laughs> Here we are. We're
0: getting older. We're getting up there.
1: Folks uh but yeah i'm i'm doing good i'm doing good we're we're recording slightly early because i went ahead and made plans that overlapped with our usual regular. recording time uh-huh yep in Whoops. my infinite wisdom and <laughs> decided hey i'm gonna make a little bit of money and completely forgot that uh yeah we usually set that side that time aside for something else
0: yeah thanks for forgetting about our special time uh-huh. husband i did it's so nice of i you. did
1: but here we are. So we're having special time early this week. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so weird. Um, <laughs> Anyways. So. Anyways. But yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good. Um, good. It's been another week. It's been another busy week. I know I feel like I'm a broken record here saying that it's busy every single week. But there's just new stuff that comes up. New challenges that you have to face and i think i say that and and it is it is it's not it's not just like a normal week there are no normal (laughs) there hasn't been a normal week in months (laughs) at this point um but well i just i just i'm sorry i'm thinking about work like there's something different every darn day
0: well it's also the summer so the summer is like I feel like the summer is the time for like new ideas, new ideas,
1: new ideas, new
0: ideas, new ideas, you know, like Mm -hmm. to try things out.
1: Yeah. Projects.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I mean,
1: that's yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it. But it just seems like here's the deal is that I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do this new thing. And I get started on it. And then someone else is like, I'm doing this new thing and I need your help with X, Y, Z. So I'm like pulled away from my thing. To help out with their thing while I'm trying to do my thing and it just that's just how it happens and now that's how it's been happening and that's what I do like I'm not I hope I'm not I don't sound like I'm complaining um I really like my job but um yeah it's just it's just always something different um but also as I step back and look at just life in general you know I'm your husband I'm the father of two kids I decided to go back to school and I have a full-time job and I have this podcast and, and we have family. Um, I was going to say obligations, but that's not the right word. Cause I enjoy being with family. Um, but like we get together with family, we have set aside times to get together with family. So like, we're just always, uh, always busy. So that's, it's, it's sort of just like the life that we have built. <laughs> so,
0: Yeah, I just kind of realized that um, we're talking about when we're going to have another kid and you're still in school. Yeah. Like, how is that going to (laughs) work? Having three children and you being in school and having a full time job. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how anything's going to work. That's a
0: little daunting.
1: That's how we do life. We just run in. Go with see it. see what happens.
0: That's how us pioneers do
1: it. Hey-oh. That's not. No one knows I what know. I mean when
0: I say that. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's some personality test. Mm-hmm. My bad.
1: Do you want to talk about it?
0: Uh, Sure, except I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> What's the name of it?
1: Isn't it five voices? Isn't that right? I don't know. Five voices test? I'm pretty sure if you Google five voices, you can find it.
0: I'm going to Google it right now. Ready to discover your leadership voice? Take free assessment. So there's the the five voices are pioneer, connector, guardian, creative, and nurturer. Which one are you, babe?
1: Uh, which time? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, the last <laughs> time you took it. The last time I took it,
1: <laughs> creative was number 1. So this is a personality assessment, but it's it's uh, like particularly leadership styles, right?
0: mm-hmm
1: yeah so um you know we've talked about the enneagram before on this podcast and now we're talking about these this five voices test um and and actually we had a whole episode on the enneagram didn't we how like personality tests um don't put too much faith in them but they can be useful insofar as they help you to kind of reflect on yourself yeah that, that's i don't, my take I don't
0: on know it. if we spent an entire episode on it but i know we did touch on it in an episode
1: yeah but th- that's they, uh, that's that's just what i wanted to say is before we before we dive headlong into it uh, just because this is the second one that we've talked about too <laughs> it's like i i don't put too much faith in these things especially i am biased because uh, I, I you know i just asked you uh which time that i took this test because i've taken it twice now and i've gotten two different results um, I, every time I take a personality test, I'm something totally different. And so I don't put too much faith into, I'm, I'm just a weird person. I fully understand that I'm just a weird person because I've had tons of people say, you know, I am, uh, the EMFJ or whatever for Myers-Briggs, you know, like I am this, E-M-F-J. and this is me. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> what it is. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Um,
0: there's, there's E or I or uh n or s um or t or f or p or j
1: okay so i was only off by one letter i said m but it was supposed to be n (laughs) so whatever whatever i just mean like some people are like way into it and they like base their lives around what they've found from you know myers-briggs or whatever and um i would not go that far but but also because like i don't know what i am i'm a little bit of everything um but it can help to reflect on yourself and who you are yeah. and what you see in yourself and so what your strengths and weaknesses are I just that hate is important to understand them. yeah yeah it's it's a weird process
0: i don't like it at all cuz like the entire time i'm taking it i'm just like okay like <sighs> What role am I in while I'm taking this? You Mm -hmm. know, like, because it changes for whatever role I'm in at that time.
1: A buttery roll.
0: Mm, Yeah, the best kind.
1: Cinnamon roll.
0: Oh, that one's good, too. But cinnamon rolls do have butter in them anyways.
1: That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, a roll call. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Yeah, so you mentioned your pioneer Mm -hmm. woman.
0: Well, I haven't actually taken the test or the assessment. well then. It was just he was, the guy who was talking about the assessment was um, explaining each one and I just more identified with the pioneer. Gotcha. So. Cool. But I haven't actually taken the assessment, so I don't know what the assessment would say that I am.
1: Yeah got to take those assessments. No. I don't know.
0: <laughs> you don't got to.
1: Well, but you're saying you are that thing. I don't know. You might not be that thing. You uh, it's might true. be I less that be. Be. thing than you think that you are of that thing. Exactly. All the things. I don't know
0: what you just said. Suffering through some allergies here this week.
1: Yeah, nothing big. Just sniffly noses. Got
0: some sniffles and Yeah. Some scratchy throats.
1: I'm actually really happy because my, uh, the, the feeling in my throat occurred, uh, earlier this week. And so I was like, oh crap, tomorrow I'm going to be sick. Like, I know this is just going to escalate. And even that evening that I had the tickle in my throat, um, I started sneezing. And so I was like, ah, this is it. Uh, was it yesterday? No, it must've been Monday. And oh, anyways, it doesn't matter. I was coming up (laughs) on, uh, I took, I took off Monday because I'm working Friday uh you guys don't care about my work schedule?
0: You took off Wednesday?
1: Yes, that's what I said. Today's Wednesday. Yes.
0: You said you took off Monday.
1: Oh. Yeah, I took off Wednesday. Sorry. <laughs> no, Monday is when I started feeling that way. Anyways, I was thinking like, oh great, I'm going to be sick on my day off. That's perfect. Of course, that's when I'd get sick. Um, but it didn't end up happening. So, all, all that to say, wrap it up in a little bow. I'm actually really happy that I'm not sick. It's just some allergies. So sorry about the nasliness, more nasally than normal. Josh Broccolo over here speaking without the use of my nose.
0: I think taking that multivitamin's been helping.
1: That's a good point. That could be that uh, that could be it. Good Maybe thinking.
0: Keeping up with that has just helped uh, giving your body the stuff it needs to fight and stuff nutrients.
1: off. It gives me nutrients. nutrients. It gives me nutrients. It gives me eagle powers. <laughs>
0: His nucleus. Anyways.
1: Sorry. Yeah. Nacho. So I'm an old guy taking my multivitamins. That's yeah. fun. That's what you do when your body starts to deteriorate.
0: Oh, gosh. I'm just I'm kidding. still taking my prenatals just because we <sighs> have so many.
1: Do you have something to say? <gasps> no. Oh, okay.
0: I'm just still nursing. and Oh, yeah. So it's good for for that. And because I still have a lot of them left over from when I was pregnant. Though.
1: Dang, you stocked up. Yes. How do you? She's over a year old. Mm-hmm. What well, did I was, you do? I,
0: I wasn't taking them for a while. Okay. And then I started taking them again. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because, geez, that's a lot of vitamins. <laughs> Anyways.
0: And I'm not super
1: consistent with <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that could be it. Ish. That, that'll do it.
0: <sighs> so yeah, thanks for asking. My week has been all right. It's been it's been going. Just all right. Yeah. It's just been normal. Nothing nothing big, nothing happening. Just Yeah. Cool. Just chill. I've been really tired lately though. I don't know why. Uh oh. It's annoying. You're pregnant, aren't you? Oh well, it's probably just the allergies, but
1: mm-hmm. Those pregnancy allergies. Yep. Pretty bad.
0: Allergy pregnancies. They
1: get you. What? You're allergic to being (laughs) pregnant? I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry, guys. We just found out we're going to have another little niece or why can't I think of the word nephew? Yes. That's the other word. That's the word. word. I was like, uncle? That's not (laughs) the right word. I'm going to have another uncle, guys. Um, uh, Yeah, so babies are on the brain, but... uh,
0: Babies, babies, babies. Give yeah. me all the babies.
1: You want all of the babies? I want all I, of I the babies. I don't want all of the babies. You can have all the babies.
0: All of the babies. But
1: maybe I'll work more. <laughs> just saying. You'd have to. If we have all the babies. <laughs> well, I just mean to get out of the house. <laughs> oh, Anyways, um, but if you want all the babies, up. then you can have fun with that. With them. All of them.
0: Okay. Anyways. Did you have something you wanted to talk about?
1: Yes, maybe a little <gasps> bit.
0: What is dun, it?
1: Dun, dun. It has to do with what I've been reading. Um, I mentioned it a week or two ago, probably last week. A book uh, called Holiness by J.C. Ryle. yes And uh, it's been really good. It's been convicting. Uh, it's interesting because, um, you know, starting up school again, there's this idea of being uh, concise and saying what you want to say in a very clear and succinct manner. And so that's kind of where my headspace has been at. This book is not that way, if that makes sense. Hmm. Like I feel like this book is very um, kind of long-winded, like he hammers home his points over and over and over again. Hmm. It's It's not like he just tries to Wrap everything up quickly and and say it real nicely. Like he takes a look, but this allows him to go deeper with his point. So when his point so kind is of like the,
0: Piper, Piper kind of does that.
1: Yeah, somewhat, somewhat. Depending on depending on where you listen to him or hear All him the, or whatever, because
0: Ryle is much older than
1: Piper. A little bit, a <laughs> little bit. <laughs> but um yeah so so the thesis is basically you know it's called holiness it's about christian holiness so like sanctification and growing in grace mm-hmm. and um it's and it's it, for that one topic it feels like it's pretty long but what this does is that it actually um almost drives home the point more because he's talking about every single little implication of certain scripture passages or everything in someone's life or or things to consider so that he's taking it from a lot of different angles and just hammering the point home, then changing just slightly and hammering that point home. And changing and hammering. Yeah. I think I
0: would actually really benefit benefit from something like that
1: yes it is it is beneficial it's just interesting to me because it's different than what i've kind of been thinking about in Mm. terms of reading you know even even when i rented the book from hoopla when i checked it out i think it's something like 15 hours for the audiobook something like that and i was like oh this is so this is a pretty long one um but the thesis is really simple (laughs) Mm. you know grow in sanctification Mm -hmm. and so um he sets it up really well the it's it's been really good so far and i'm not i might be halfway into it at this point so there's still a lot i mean there's a lot in this book he still has a lot more to say um later on in the book but he brought up something a biblical character and he talked about him for a while and I um had not given this guy very much thought um But he's actually very complex. And the way that Ryle kind of explains his situation in the book was really interesting. And so I figured we could talk about that because I wasn't sure what else to talk about.
0: Intrigue.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. So this character is um, Abraham's uncle. No, I'm sorry. Abraham's nephew.
0: Getting those confused, those uncles and nephews.
1: Yeah, crazy. No, actually, yeah. This is, it's Abraham's, Abraham, because when you first meet him, I think his name is Abram. Yep. Um, Like when you first meet Lot, he's still Mm -hmm. named Abram. Anyways, doesn't matter. So his nephew, Lot, and um, taking a look at his life and through the lens of, um, of this idea of holiness and sanctification and your mission here on the earth as a Christian Mm -hmm. growing closer to God and, and um, sharing the gospel with others and things like that. Obviously this is old Testament. So um, the, the, the good news of the gospel hasn't yet been fulfilled, but still um, the, Israel was called to be a nation set apart mm-hmm. for God, right? So you see this character a lot, and he's uh, always
0: been very interesting to me.
1: Yeah, why is why is that? What is so interesting about him?
0: Well, so when you're first introduced to him, like he's basically told to what is it? He's gonna. It was it Abraham asks him to come with him right like when he's yeah. going and he doesn't right or he goes somewhere else that's what it was
1: well he he Abraham tells him like he can that he's gonna split some land basically mm-hmm. with him um because there's some sort of, I, I believe there was some sort of dispute between um their their workers and their family or something like that so they needed to separate. Um, and he tells him like, choose your plot of land and I'll get the opposite plot. Like, it doesn't matter to me, decide wherever you want to go. So Lot sees across the way this green pasture, basically, that was outside of where Abraham had even said to go. Um, and it's, uh, I believe it's right outside of Gomorrah, Sodom, Gomorrah, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Are those two different cities? I think they're two different cities, but my head Sodom
0: and Gomorrah. So I assume they were two Too different. Yeah.
1: Things. Yeah. Um So anyways, he, he pitches his tent right outside of this Sodom and Gomorrah place. Um And then later in the story, when you go back to him, he's in the city, he's right. He's living in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't mean to take over. So you were talking about well, right. What?
0: So there, so you're, when you're entered, that's, the, that's the first time you're introduced to him. Well, like right before Sodom and Gomorrah is destroyed, there's the conversation between Abraham and the angels um, where, like, they're saying that they're going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Excuse me. And, you know, Abraham's basically like, you know, well, at least, you know, goes down the numbers, gets to, you know, if there's ten people, ten righteous people, will you destroy it? No, he won't destroy it, whatever. So, you end up getting the impression that lot is the only righteous person in Sodom and Gomorrah because the angels then come to him and tell him that he and his family need to leave because they're going to destroy it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they leave, but then later on, you know, stuff happens between lot and other people where you're just like, okay, this guy was righteous. <laughs> like, yeah. you chose this guy to leave Sodom and Gomorrah. Like, really? Like, I don't. His his character has always just been very interesting to me. He's very human. <laughs> I'll say it like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that um, that's something that's brought out in the book. And and I'm I'm going to stop referencing holiness. Uh, the book right now because i'm gonna do a poor job this whole episode is just gonna be a poor job (laughs) of explaining like some of some of the things that i got from this book so um early recommendation go read that book i think i already (laughs) recommended it um but uh yeah so so we're gonna be hitting some of the same points there but you take a look at this guy and and like you said he is counted as righteous right right so he is, the, the angels do tell him and his family to get out of these cities that they are going to be spared because they're righteous. Mm-hmm. Um, to bring home that point, Peter actually talks about Lot. In Second Peter, I have the scripture pulled up here. Second Peter mm-hmm. 2, 6 through 9 says, If by turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to ashes, he condemned them to extinction, making them an example of what's going to happen to the ungodly. And if he, obviously this is God, rescued righteous Lot, greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked, for as that righteous man lived among them day after day, he was tormenting his righteous soul over their lawless deeds that he saw and heard, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. Wow. Okay. So uh, over those verses, like Lot is called righteous multiple times. Mm-hmm. And he is in direct um, uh, comparison to the unrighteous that are around him. So, starting the conversation, we have to understand this guy was considered righteous. Mm -hmm. So, in New Testament terms, he was a Christian. Right. Right? He was a Christian living in um, this city of sin.
0: He was a believer. Yes. Sorry, I don't know why I said it that way. (laughs)
1: It wasn't believable. <laughs> um, so Lot, this this Christian, this believer, um, decided to move to the city. So again, you have to think of the context, like Abraham leaving his people, starting a new people. God called Abraham out. Abraham called Lot to come with him, mm-hmm. and then in their sojourning, right in their in their nomadic lifestyle knowing that they're going to start a new um a new people Mm -hmm. lot when abraham says okay let's let's divvy up the land lot goes over to where the neighboring countries are Mm -hmm. right and he and then later you see he's moved in with the neighboring countries yeah he is assimilated into the culture rather than being a part of the um of the Israelite culture that God is creating. Obviously Mm -hmm. the term Israel doesn't come until later, so but I just mean like God's people. Right. Which in the Old Testament were distinct Mm -hmm. from um these neighboring cultures. Right. He decides to leave that. Even though he's still righteous. So we see that he is already kind of making bad decisions by um looking at the the you know, the fat of the Mm -hmm. land, the green land and making his decisions not based on what God has called him to do but based on what he sees is going to be the most beneficial. Right. Um so you parallel in
0: his in his own understanding.
1: Right. Right. And what he sees it would be best for him. Right. In this present life. And um so parallel that to today as Christians. How many times do we, instead of walking out in faith and trusting God for what He's called us to, instead we decide to um make decisions based on what would benefit what we can see would benefit us the most every day, right? So every day. yeah, I mean, even like big decisions, like where do you decide where you're going to live? Like where mm-hmm. do you decide that you're going to um that you're going to uh, buy a house? like what neighborhood are you going into? What job did you decide on? Did you decide based on where you believe that God wants you, or did you decide based on what makes the most money? Um, I mean, that's that's we can we can talk about, it and we probably talked about it before, um you know, not that we can know absolutely what is the vocation that God you know, what career has God called you to? I don't mean it that way. But there are certain things, there are certain jobs that we know that God does not call us to right i e sinful jobs mm-hmm. or when you are required to sin in order to do a certain job. Um, and and so i'm I'm just saying, are you keeping in mind what God has called you as a Christian to do when you make those decisions? Or are you basing it on what is most beneficial? What's going to make me the most money? What's right. going to make me the most comfortable? Um, the, the decisions that you make for your family, you know, us as parents. Are you making decisions based on what is most convenient? What um, you think is going to affect your children the most at this moment? Or are you thinking long-term in who the people that you want your children to be and who you want, um, who God wants your children to be what do your children need to learn in a christian home versus how can i raise these kids to do what i say there's there's difference there the difference is god is heavenly mindedness Mm -hmm. so um getting off my soapbox for a second sorry so this is the picture of lot um that we get of him is that he made decisions based on his uh what he could see and mm-hmm. what he wanted, and what he thought would would um, be easiest for him, and would be the most comfortable type of life for him, versus what God wanted. Yeah. So then, um, picking up the story, like you said, is when God <laughs> tells Abraham that He's going to destroy the city that Lot lives in, and Abraham pleads that, um, and and I don't. <laughs> I'm going to speculate a little bit, okay? So don't take this as scriptural. Um, but the Abraham obviously spent time with Lot. Abraham might have been thinking like, oh, well, of course there are going to be righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah because Lot is there. Mm-hmm. So Lot has been sharing with people the the law of God, right? Lot has been changing the culture from the inside out right he's making a difference because he's living there right you know we might again this is speculation but we might think in those terms of like abraham was thinking oh you can find righteous people there cuz lot is there um and so abraham is pleading with god like if we could just find a handful of people you know 40 30 20 10 people mm-hmm. if lot has affected the lives of nine other people to believe in God to believe in the God in, to believe in Yahweh, mm-hmm. then will you spare this city? And God, in His, uh, in His kindness, in His mercy, says, "Yes, yeah, I will." Mm-hmm. If if we can find ten righteous people in these big cities, well,
0: yeah. well, and yeah, it is so kind and merciful because God already knew,
1: mm-hmm. right yeah he he already knew what was going on but also the the fact i mean if you have if you have a right view of sin like the fact that god would spare anyone uh, right. is is amazing um so god saying that yes i will spare these entire cities um for the sake of 10 righteous right. people that's that's pretty amazing um so then Abraham goes to Sodom and Gomorrah. And how many righteous people does he find? One. (laughs) Like you said, it's just Lot. So, in the context of...
0: Abraham goes?
1: Yeah. Is that not what I said?
0: You did say Abraham goes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Abraham goes to Sodom and Gomorrah to get Lot, right? Or is it just the angels that go?
0: I thought it was just the angels. Okay.
1: Okay. Ab- that's right Abraham's outside of the city mm-hmm. you're right. the story just picks up because the angels go there, yeah, okay so angels go to lot and and obviously they 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 let him know the city's gonna be destroyed like there's not gonna be we're not gonna find ten ten righteous people which will they go there
0: and like all the guys of the city are trying
1: yeah, yeah. The, you see a picture of how um,
0: depraved the city really is, right? Yeah.
1: Right of how of the type of like debauchery that the city is engrossed in, mm-hmm. um, and I don't mean to sound, uh um, what's the word? I don't mean to make it sound like oh, America's so much better. You know, like we know so much more than they do. Like we have our own horrible sins that. You know, are a part of everyday life here in America. Killing babies is legal. Killing babies, uh, pornography mm-hmm. is rampant. Um, so, so I'm not saying like, oh, we're better than them, but you see this picture of just how open the city is about uh, about sexual sin mm-hmm. and about, and how public it is. So, um, in the context of sanctification, we see this believer who has done nothing to affect the people around him done nothing within the city to um to to bring anyone to god um not that any any christian can change the heart of another person right you can't do that the holy spirit does that i understand that but we get the idea that Lot has been so ineffective in his love for the Lord, in his growth in the Lord, that there's not a single other person in the city who has um, like wanted to become an Israelite as right. well, um, because he's the only righteous person. And again, I'm going to go back to these verses in Second Peter where he says um, that Lot was greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked. For as that righteous man lived among them day after day, he was tormenting his righteous soul over their lawless deeds that he saw and heard. So it was torment for him to live in that culture. And yet he continued. Yet he stayed there within those cities and lived there day after day tormenting himself because he knew right and wrong um he wasn't he wasn't without god's law Mm -hmm. he knew that what the city was doing was wrong but yet he continued and he stayed there why yeah why well why would you do that well again i don't want to make this sound like um man lot was such a screw-up i want to say what in my heart tends toward lot mm. tends towards this idea mm-hmm. of just that's being good. okay with the sin that's around me. Right. And just like sweeping under the rug and saying, Oh, you know, sinner's going to sin, wretch is going to wretch so they can do what they want. Like there's a sense in which our righteous, the, the righteousness of Christ in us is tormented because of the sin that is around us. You mm-hmm. mentioned how babies are murdered every single day in this country. Mm -hmm. Um, That ought to affect us. Um, So I I don't want to say like, oh, Lot, you're so dumb. Man, we're so much smarter nowadays. I want to say like to my own heart, like be on guard Mm -hmm. that you are not as ineffective as Lot was. Um, So taking this a step further, okay? Lot had a family. Mm-hmm. Lot has a wife. And Lot two daughters. Has two daughters, at least, that we know of. Right. <laughs> There's the only ones that are written about, and we'll get to that later.
0: Well, and his... What was. Well, they didn't go with him, but they were his soon-to-be sons-in-law. They were... His daughters were not engaged.
1: Okay. Okay. There you go. We see... His family is not counted among the righteous, right? We see as they're fleeing Sodom and Gomorrah, that his wife is made an example of mm-hmm. because she turns back. She turns back and looks to see what's going on in the city. Her heart was not was more geared towards the city and culture in which she lived than towards the warning. Of God, mm-hmm. that was so blatant in front of her. Mm-hmm. So we see in Lot that not only was he ineffective within his culture, within his you know neighborhood, you know, he was
0: also ineffective. Yeah, with his family, because then family. you see his what his daughters did. Right,
1: right. Yes, and then we'll we'll take a look at that in a second. And no that's thanks. What, well, well, it's in scripture, so we can know, at least we can at least but, touch on it. But yeah, this is he so he we can assume chose a wife from among these people. Perhaps not. Perhaps it was from someone else. Regardless, his wife was not righteous. She was mm-hmm. not a godly woman. So this was we see even here the compromise that Lot accepted. Yeah. that he would take a wife who didn't love God overall.
0: To be unequally
1: yoked. Right, right. And again, I understand, I'm not saying that he could have forced her to become, you know, to love God. No, I, I understand we can't change someone else's heart. The Holy Spirit does that. But there are certain things that we can do to orient, especially in this culture, um, as the father's the head of the household, mm-hmm. he could have... Created that a, environment, yeah. right within his house. We see that he did not do that, right, because of because of the fruit that was born mm-hmm. from him and from his very family, right. So, taking a very close look, the the things that he was called to to be as a as a husband, as a father, he failed at, for lack of a better word. Again, where in my own heart do I overlook these things, right? Um To those that are so close to me, are we really so ineffective in our sanctification? Are we really so stagnant in our growth in Christ that no one is affected by the fact that we're Christians? Mm -hmm. That none of our friends, none of our family would be able to tell, or that we use—you know—sure, we we pray before meals, but does our life change anything? Do we have those hard conversations? With those who that are close to us, right? Um, are we really only private with our Christianity? Um, because we we just see the failure of Lot. Mm-hmm. So the next part of the story, okay? We'll we'll go there. We'll we'll go there really quickly. So Lot leaves. Um, his wife is turned to a pillar of salt. Um, and then finally, his his daughters that are with him.
0: Well, they, as they're fleeing, they're told to go to a specific town and (laughs) they don't go there.
1: Right. They hide out in a cave. Cave. Yeah. Yep. And his daughters say, um, look, there's no other men here and um, there's no chance for us to carry on our lineage. So there's only one thing we can do and that's to have kids with our dad so uh they get him drunk they intentionally get their dad drunk and they get pregnant by their father um there's a couple things that we see here one is just how absolutely twisted and disgusting this is i mean among uh, as as far as our culture has gone downhill okay current american culture I'm pretty sure you tell this story to anyone and anyone would be able to say that this was horribly, horribly wrong.
0: Well, this also tells me that Lot didn't tell his family what was going on because the angels told him to go to another city (laughs) to be protected that there were people there that were going to take them in. Okay. He obviously didn't relay that to his family. Otherwise, his daughters would have known that there were other people out there That's other than just their father.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So you see see another, another area in which this, again, this righteous man. This guy was counted as a believer. Okay. Um, so we can, as believers, royally screw things up is what i'm saying and again we see the the absolute uh, mercy of god grace of god upon us as fallen Mm -hmm. sinners as as horrible creatures in and of ourselves um but we see his love for undeserving people right in the story of lot so so Mm -hmm. don't don't get too discouraged but um But I think this story ought to spur us on to say, I don't want to be like that. Right. I want to be an effective tool that God can use. Um, Well, even
0: just, I'm sorry. um, Even just like thinking about it, like, well, you know, me not talking to my neighbors about Jesus all the time isn't as bad is what Lot did. Well, if if you're disobeying what God has said, which is to go out and make disciples, mm-hmm. that is sin. You're disobeying God. Uh-huh. And it's just as bad, is what Lot did. Yeah. Because it's treason against an almighty God.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I was just going to say Romans 12... Um, that we are called to be a living sacrifice. We're called right. to live upon the altar that God has all of us. Yeah. So in so far as we say no, no, I'm not I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that that part no. That's not a big deal. The big things. And big I'm preaching things.
0: to myself here right. too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so so um again going back to the story we see how twisted um The logic of his daughters was. We also see how much of a drunkard that Lot was. I mean, he got to the point where he was so drunk that he impregnated his daughters. Again, him and his daughters were the only people in this cave. So that either tells me that he was totally fine taking advantage of his daughters or he was so blackout drunk that he didn't realize what he was doing. And in either case, I think we can safely say that
0: he was just as in the wrong as they were.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that it's just, it's horrible Mm -hmm. either way. Um, and that, (sighs) my friends is the story of lot. Um, (sighs) But again, all all that to say is that I, I I think Lot's story is tragic. We see that through his line, um, one of his daughters has uh his, has a son named Moab, so the Moabites come mm-hmm. about from from that, and the Moabites are generally pretty good. They I think they intermingle with the line of Christ eventually, right? Isn't that Ruth and the Moabites? Uh, I feel dumb because I don't know. So please don't take my word for it, guys. Um you can you can google it if you want to. We'll we'll confirm it here in a second. Um but we do see God's mercy, God's grace, God's love for a people who are completely undeserving and who blatantly disobey him. So I don't want to I don't want to just um Make this sound like a, you know, this is that this tragic story is only negative. But what I do want this story to say to us is that we should not be like Lot. Be on your guard. We have adversaries, We have enemies in this world. We have our flesh, we have the world, we have the devil that we're fighting against, and it's always going to be a battle against our sin. And we ought to be on guard that we don't end up so um, so much like yeah. the culture. So stagnant. Yeah. yeah, so stagnant that we <gasps> look exactly the same, that, that we don't affect anything within our family circle, within our circle of friends, within our neighborhood, within our city, within our country. Um, we ought to look different because we're citizens of heaven. Amen. So that's my two cents. I I was um, I hadn't really looked at a lot this closely before. And so when Ryle was talking, about, I said I wouldn't mention the book, but I just did. When Ryle was talking about it, um, I was just uh, amazed that there's so much in the story of this man that is a warning. Mm. Because again, he was righteous. He was righteous. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't, Mm, darn it, I don't have the words. I was gonna say he wasn't totally depraved. We're all totally depraved. But I mean, he, he was among the righteous. Like he was one of God's chosen, one of God's elect. Um, so, which can be kind of scary, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like we can fall into that same complacency. So be on your guard, Christian. Um, we don't want to be so ineffective that our life is worth nothing. So those are my thoughts. What do you think?
0: Yeah. I like your thoughts.
1: (laughs) Well, all right. I like, um, everyone else's thoughts too. If you want to send us your thoughts, you can do that. Um, we have an email address. So talk to me podcast at gmail.com, or you can uh, send us your thoughts on Twitter. Our handle is so underscore talk to me. Before we head out, do you have um, anything else for the lovely listeners? Any uh, possible recommendations that you think that people should check out that you've just been digging this past week or so, and uh, you think other people would dig it as well?
0: Um. Well, I. Well, I don't really. I don't know if it would really be much of a recommendation is sh- because it's something that I want to read but I've heard that it's really good. Okay. And it actually kind of goes along with what we were talking about. So, um it's Rosaria Butterfield's new book The Gospel Comes with a House Key. The Gospel Comes with a House Key. That's what it's called. It's basically about hospitality.
1: Nice.
0: So I really want to read it. Hmm. I've heard it's very convicting.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it, she talks a lot about hospitality in her first two books. Yeah. So if this book and is And that like, was really convicting. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was specifically about it. Like, eesh. oh, man.
0: Yeah. But I'm excited to read it. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to listen to it on Hoopla.
1: It's okay. You, you can say it's reading. <laughs> I say it's reading. I read a bunch of books by listening to them. <laughs> it's nice. Cool, cool. Um, so I've got I've got two things. The first one that I would recommend that you do, the first thing I'd recommend that you do is it is uh it's basically July, okay? The month the year is halfway over. It's been six months.
0: That's crazy.
1: Uh yeah, it is crazy. Twenty nineteen, here we come. I would say we talked a lot at the turn of the year about resolutions, about mm. setting goals for the year. Oh, yeah, I my forgot recommend- about that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's my recommendation is to look back on the goals that you set for the year and see where you are and see where you think if you need to course correct, if um, you need to pray about setting new goals and and yeah, just where you are this year and what has happened that has gotten you off track. I say that because I'm pretty far off track on my goals. Um, case in point, one of my goals in particular was to memorize more scripture. And I haven't really done much of that. And that is something that I need to do. So, um, the other do you have any other recommendations? Anything else people should check out? I mean, if you want to
0: memorize scripture, then put a melody to it. It's pretty easy to memorize mm-hmm. after that.
1: Yeah. Fighter versus does that too. Um there's an app called Fighter versus which is pretty cool that does that. They they make songs out of out of verses helps get it stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Um and so along with that I was I was talking about that with a buddy on my of mine on uh, another venture that I have undertaken. So I, of course I have to plug it, right? This, This is my recommendation. Um, so if you dig video games, if you want to, um, hear some people wax eloquent about, uh, spending your time wisely and spending what the gifts that God has given you wisely, um, then that is what a new podcast that I'm a part of is about. The podcast is called The Backlog Breakdown. It's what, what? I'm a buddy, Nate, and uh, we just started. We just put out our first episode. It's only going to be every other week. is our plan for right now. Um, but I'm stoked. You know, I've, I've said it here on the podcast is that I enjoy video games and I don't really talk about it here very much because I feel like it's going to bore people. Because you're not here for me to talk about nerdy crap like that. You're here to make me <laughs> to listen to me talk about the Bible and about the nerdy Sam Rockwell references and <laughs> and the comedy, the Nacho Libre references and the rest of elements, stuff like that, right? Um, no, but if you do, um, if that sounds interesting to you, I'll throw a link in the description. Um, yeah, the backlog breakdown. We're going to have a good time. So check it out. 'Cause uh I'm definitely not busy enough as is. Yeah. Tongue firmly planted in cheek. <laughs> so. But no, it's fun. It's fun. I like it. Plus I just I I get to hang out with my bud.
0: Your bud. Yeah,
1: yeah. And now I you know, Mr. McKeever, I apologize, I know you're listening to this. I have to call I call you Pennsylvania Nate. Because now I have uh, so Samantha's cousin, our cousin, um, just got married a couple months ago, and to a a, a beautiful man named Nate. <laughs> and so now there are two Nates in my life. So, Mr. McKeever, you are Pennsylvania Nate, at least when I talk about you with my family. All right. So, any uh, parting thoughts for the lovely listeners?
0: No. I love you all.
1: Bye, Grapthas Hammer. (laughs) I love you all. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Why are we still making references to stuff we talked about last week? Because it's fun.
0: Because they're fun.
1: Life, the universe, and everything.
0: They're good movies. They're good fun movies, and you should watch them. Mm
1: -hmm. So go out and talk to thy spouse. Or friends, or people. <laughs> Go talk to me. Yeah. All right, bye bye.